Lots of important stories in the news this morning, but the network television news shows seem to be quite focused on the fact that in Montreal at the Bagel Bakery, they've introduced bagels without holes. And I do, I mean, let's come back to the list of things that enrage John that don't really matter. And uh, one thing I think is outrageous is the idea of a bagel without a hole. Incidentally, Tom Mahalik yesterday, Joe and I went to see Tom in, at Tom's place. And he was talking about having gone to New York, and he rolled his eyes talking about a New York bagel, as one should. It's not a bagel. But at the same time, the bagel snobbery of Torontonians drives me crazy. People are always asking me to mule bagels back from Montreal because they say there's nothing like them. And frankly, by the time they get here, they're going to be stale. So I'd rather, I'm, I'm fine with the bagel house. You know, there's a bagel house around the corner from my house, tastes just like St. Vieter to me. All right, so speaking of news, the Canadian Taxpayers Federation is somewhat miffed at uh, how much of the Toronto City budget is going to be eaten up by the FIFA World Cup. Joining us now, Jay Goldberg from the Canadian Taxpayers Foundation. Nice to have you. Good morning. Great to be with you. All right, so how much money are we talking about? So we're talking about $307 million that the City of Toronto uh they're hoping jointly with the provincial and federal governments are going to spend on the FIFA games, and that doesn't include any cost overruns. So what the city is hoping to do is pay about $100 million and get the provincial and federal governments to pay about $100 million themselves. Those governments have not actually fully committed to paying those uh, amounts. Uh, the other really uh, deep concern is that the city has signed agreements with FIFA um, the funding agreements, uh, and they're secret. They're behind closed doors. Nobody can see them. Uh, there's a non-disclosure agreement uh, as part of it. And so most members of council, and even for the first few months in office, Mayor Chow, were not even able to see the documents. So the city of Toronto is telling us it's going to cost $307 million. We actually have no idea because they're not even willing to release the documents and the deal they made with FIFA to get five to ten games here in Toronto. Okay, so how much of that money is stuff that's going to create legacy? You know, like improvements at uh, BMO Stadium that we're going to get to live with for the rest of time. So there will be some improvements to BMO Field. Uh, there's about going to be about 18,000 new temporary seats there that will not uh, stay past those uh, temporary periods. So again, that's kind of um, you know, money out the door, that's going to cost about $25 million. And that's not necessarily going to stay over time. But one of the concerning factors about this actually is the role of MLSE, because the city has promised to not only do the renovations and pay for the renovations for BMO Field, but also give uh, MLSE any money for any revenue they're losing uh, while they're closed to adjust the stadium to make these improvements. Uh, and then the thing is, once all of that is done, once you get the FIFA games coming into play and once they're here, any profits made off of FIFA in BMO Field, half of them are going to go to MLSE, even though they've put nothing 
at risk here. Uh, all the risk is on taxpayers. They're going to be paid, and the council says they're going to make MLSC whole, uh, and yet then they're going to share in uh, half of the profits, which will make it even more difficult for the city to break even in terms of what it's spending versus the economic benefit you could see from this. How about the economic benefit, though? Because, you know, I don't know how, in, in what proportion in terms of numbers, but a lot of people are going to be coming here from all over the world to watch soccer games, and they're going to stay in hotels, and they're going to eat in restaurants, and they're going to take cabs and Ubers, so they're going to leave some money behind. Well, no, that's that's true. So the city of Toronto has estimated, and this is a council number uh, through staff, $307 million of economic benefit to the city of Toronto, but you've got about $300 million of direct costs. So even if the games go uh, $7 million over budget, you're already losing money. And, and again, this is money out of taxpayers' wallets. But the revenue goes into local businesses and government. This is not going to be revenue that goes directly back to taxpayers. But we're talking about a very tiny cost overrun, all of a sudden making these games not profitable. Uh, and look, we've seen so many sporting events in the past. Practically every Olympic Games that has ever hosted, they're billions of dollars over budget. Same thing here with, with FIFA matches. And, you know, Toronto's putting even more on the line because this is not a case where uh, Toronto is the sole city hosting this and they're putting the investments into making changes to infrastructure, improving buildings, building facilities. But then there's going to be dozens and dozens of games here to try to offset that through, you know, a lot of people coming. Unfortunately, what's going to happen is we're having somewhere between five and ten games in Toronto. And so that makes it even more difficult to be profitable. And it also means that any renovations you're making uh, have very tiny short-term benefits because after those handful of games, uh, you know, either they're going to be taken down or their facilities, they're not going to benefit taxpayers anymore. Thanks for this. Good to have you. Thank you. Jay Goldberg, Ontario Director of the Canadian Taxpayers uh, Foundation.